nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, fire. than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Heartthrob Austin Idol Worldwide, and yes, this is episode 14. I am feeling lean, I am feeling mean, and I'm ready to rock, baby. I mean, this audience continues to grow and grow and grow, and the thanks goes to each and every one of you for tuning in and listening, downloading these episodes when you get your alerts on your devices. Spreading the word, yada, yada, yada. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. As we all know, last episode was rather somber as I celebrated. And that's a tough word to say when you celebrate a plane crash. But really, you're celebrating life and having the opportunity to continue to live. And that is the celebration. So anyway, I did want to do that episode I put it out there to Barry Rose. Barry was, uh, he kind of really ignited that a little bit because I wasn't quite sure if I was going to do it. So Barry, uh, we'll give Barry some props, okay, for that one. But anyway, nevertheless, this one's going to be a little bit more upbeat. And uh, I'm going to try to make things really, really happen here. I had, I can't, honestly, the the, the emails from last uh, episode was have been unbelievable. I mean, they honestly, they have been unbelievable how many people from all over, I'm talking about all the United Kingdom, uh, Germany, so many people that uh, have chimed in on the uh, the plane crash episode and uh, asking all kinds of questions. I mean, just all kinds of questions. But the one question that seemed to, to, uh, resonate was, well, what happened after the crash? I mean, how did you, what was your mindset? Uh, what was the rehab like? You know, what was it like when you finally got home? Uh, you know, a, a lot of the questions pertain to to that. So uh, I'm going to try to talk a little bit about that. Uh, but before I do, let me go ahead. You guys know what I'm going to do. You know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. We know what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it right now by introducing 
my Hall of Fame MVP, Austin's All-Stars sponsors that uh, obviously I really, really, really appreciate. I mean, they're absolutely wonderful people. They're incredible professionals, and you just can't go wrong if you need their services. You heard me naming the Dragon Slayer. He's Stephen P. New, the Stephen P. New Law Firm. This guy is unbelievable. He will slay like David slew Goliath. He will slay those big brands that think no one can beat them. They think that they are untouchable. Well, if they ever get in a courtroom with Stephen P. New, they better watch out because he they he will punch them right in the mouth. Punch them right in the mouth, take them down, take off his belt. He'll slap that Las Vegas leg lock on him, strap that belt around him, and make him scream. I quit. I give Steve New. You win. If you ever need legal assistance, please reach out to Stephen P. New. It doesn't make any difference what it is regarding. It really doesn't. If you have been wrong, have you if you have been hurt, someone you know, a family member, a neighbor, a coworker, it doesn't make any difference. You need to reach out to Stephen P. New. He has a toll-free number. I'm going to give it to you. 800 208 9169 that's Stephen P. New with the Stephen P. New Law Firm, 800-208-9169. You can go to his website, new as an N-E-W, newlawoffice.com. You need legal assistance. Please do not hesitate to call him. You cannot go wrong with him. Now, if you're living down around Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Oh, maybe around Charleston, South Carolina, or Wilmington, North Carolina, along that beautiful coastline. It's so gorgeous, but every once in a while, they have a weather issue. They experience a lot of hail down there. It's just amazing, the hail that they do experience. But if you have roof issues, there is one person that stands out from the herd. His name is David Brown with the famous roof company. David Brown is the master of disaster. So if you have disaster and it hits your roof, you want to call David Brown with the famous roof company. He is the man. He specializes in insurance claim settlements. When they're trying to jack you around, he'll get on them like a pit bull. Make sure you call David Brown. It doesn't make any difference. It's a commercial roof, residential roof, flat shingles, heavy metal, y'all, slate tile. They do it all. They get it right. The very first time, he has a gazillion. You heard it right. A gazillion of satisfied customers. He has an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Man, he's unbelievable. So if you ever need a roof, poof, you call David Brown. Here is his number, eight. Four three two six seven five four two eight. That is eight four three two six seven five four two eight. And speaking of Myrtle Beach, I love Myrtle Beach. It's a wonderful place to go. You'll have a blast in Myrtle Beach. I always have, and especially because I've been able to have a great condo at a great price. And only reason for that is because I have contacted direct. The vacation rental condo queen of Myrtle Beach. Her name is Vicki Jackson. 
She'll hook you up with some Myrtle Beach action. She'll put you in a wonderful condo at a wonderful price, in a wonderful location that you will absolutely love and you will return. Believe me, once you go down there and get hooked up with Vicki Jackson, man, you are going to go back. You're going to tell your friends. So if you decide that you want to take a little trip to Myrtle Beach, you want to chill out and really, really have a blast and shake off them with the blues, call my friend Vicki Jackson for some Myrtle Beach action. Here is her number. It is 843-945-4924. That is 843-945-4924. I was watching a documentary the other day. Y'all know I've said it before. I don't really watch a lot of TV. I like sporting events, whatever. I do like documentaries. And, of course, I do like some movies. Obviously, I like some movies. But I saw a documentary, man. It blew me away. I mean, it really blew me away. And the name of it was Meru. Meru, y'all. M-E-R-U. M-E-R-U. And it's about some uh, world-class elite mountain climbers. And they are climbing one of the most difficult walls on Mount Everest. The photography was incredible. I mean, I saw it on Amazon Prime on Doc, so I'm not sure... You know, if it was a Netflix or whatever, but with Amazon Prime, you go to documentaries, Meru, M-E-R-U. Unbelievable. I mean, these people are beyond elite. I mean, absolutely beyond elite. And so their goal was to climb this extremely difficult wall of Mount Everest. So obviously you have to be you know, beyond incredible physical condition and you have to be brilliant. Because this is always, you're risking your life. Uh, when you're trying something like this, you're risking your life. So, uh, you know, the as I watched it unfold and you know how the, how the documentary begins and they're in the planning stages and you're, you're introduced to the players. I believe there was four climbers. I think there was four climbers. And so they set out to, uh, you know, go to Nepal and it's the Himalayas and uh, the, the, the summit is 29,000 and some change. The only time I want to be around 29,000 some change is if I'm in a commercial flight or possibly a private jet. So uh, I'm watching this thing unfold. You know, as they hike up the mountain, up the mountain, and obviously the elevation increases and things start to become more difficult and they're, you know, camping on the side of the mountain with horrible, horrific wind and weather and got their little tent. I mean, it just, the photography was just bananas. I mean, it really, really was. So, uh, they are finally, finally approaching the summit. I mean, they're, they're not far away from the summit. And wouldn't you know it, they run out of food. So now we got a problem, Houston. They're in striking range. They are in striking range of that summit. But they have to make a decision. Do we risk it? Do we risk our lives knowing we're basically out of food? We're out of fuel. Are we going to risk our lives continuing on this journey 
under these circumstances. So close. I mean, they're so close. The photography, incredible. So close. So they elect to not. They elect to not do that. And they decide they're going to go back down the mountain, especially after being that close. I mean, you, when, I, when I looked at that, when I looked at that, I said, gosh, these guys are they're so close. But they decide to scale down the mountain. And, you know, it started to, I started thinking about, you know, success and failure. What's the, what's the difference between success and failure? And there's only really, you think about it, and I believe this makes some sense here, that only few people really have the courage to keep on going the same path and achieve what we know as success. There's a thin line. I mean, there's a real thin line between failure and success. And if you stop working your way towards success, you're going to fail. You're going to fail. So that's why we have to push ourselves after every single roadblock to achieve success. We've got to keep pushing. And if we do, we're going to succeed. We're not going to fail. So anyway, uh, that's fact, Jack. So as the documentary continues, there is one of the crew members, after they've already scaled down, has a skiing accident. I mean, this guy was majorly injured. His skull was uh, crushed. His neck was broken. So they show him in the hospital, you know, tubes and everything, casts everywhere, tubes and everywhere. You know, he's done. I mean, you, you know, he, this, this guy's done. He's through. And uh, eventually he gets out of the hospital and starts to rehab because he's in a wheelchair. Got a broken neck. He's in a wheelchair. Now, watching this, this guy who's in amazing beast mode get out of that wheelchair. He starts his rehab. And the next thing you know, he's walking. He's like, in a, eventually he's in a CrossFit gym. He's doing squats with a kettlebell. He's doing it on the cardio machines, riding the bikes. And this guy was dead. I mean, he was virtually dead. And I was watching him and thinking, how does he come back from something like that? I mean, how do you have that kind of will? That will to just drive yourself to come back. But he did it. He did it. And they all decided they're going to take another crack at Meru which blew me away. I thought, you're not going to go back there. There's no way you're going to go back. 
But they do. They plan out their trip. Obviously, like they did the first one. They plan it all out. And they're off. They're off to Nepal. And the Himalayas. And here we go again. They start their trek. And they finally, they're starting that vertical wall. And they're climbing. And they're climbing. And they're climbing. And they make it to the summit. I saw that. Honestly, it just, I couldn't believe it. I really could not believe it that they went back, much as tried the first time, but they went back and they achieved success. They didn't quit. They didn't give up. They didn't throw in the towel. They didn't surrender. It was that attitude. I am not going to lose. I'm not going to be defeated. I don't care how the deck is stacked. I don't care who's trying to keep me down. I don't care, and they're not going to do it. You get a chance to watch Meru, M-E-R-U, that documentary, you're going to be blown away. I mean, you want motivation. You want to get stirred up, man. You want to get your senses stirred up. You watch that. And I can promise you, after you see that, you're not going to, you're not going to, you're not, if you have a defeatist attitude, it might just wake you up. If you have a negative attitude, it just might wake you up. If you have a positive attitude, you're going to become more positive. You're absolutely become going to become more positive. Meru, M-E-R-U. So it's winning. It's winning. It's winning. It's what it's all about. It's almost like, you know, I had a conversation recently with my good friend, Scotty Richardson. Scotty's a very successful basketball coach. Very successful. And he's got a tremendous story. I mean, he really, really does. And Scotty and I were talking on the phone one day, and he said, you know, Idol, you and I have so much in common. We really, really do. We don't know the meaning of quit. It just doesn't register with us. We just don't understand that word. And he said to me, he said, you know, life is like a pen, P-E-N. But it's like, what kind of pen are you in? Now, you got the hog pen. (laughs) All the hogs are knee-deep in mud and slopping around and lazy. They just totally complacent, got no drive, they've got no desire to move on, move forward. They're just happy as a pig in slop. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine living that way like a human being, to be that complacent and not have the burning desire to want to be better. I just can't imagine. It's just its just not me, and that's why it's difficult for me to understand it. I realize there's a lot of people out there like that, but they can change. They can definitely change. That's the good news. They can change. Absolutely. But then he said, Idol, now you got another pen. I said, okay, Scotty, hit me. 
He said, it's the dog pen. I said, okay, go, go, baby, go. He said, when you're in the dog pen, you have competition. And you better fight. You better fight. You better be prepared to fight. You better bite. Chew. Do whatever it takes. Because if you don't, you're going to get chewed up. You are in a competition when you're in that dog pen. And if you're in that dog pen, you should strive to be alpha dog. Strive to be the dog. The big dog. The big kahuna. The big daddy of them all. Strive for it. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't get that position, but at least you're fighting for it. That's the key. You're fighting for it. I mean, what a real-life lesson that is. What a real-life analogy that is. And that's what I'm trying to get across here from the mountain climbers to the hog pen to the dog pen. Man, we have choices, everybody. You've got choices. I've got choices. So what are we going to choose? We're going to choose to win. We're going to choose to lose. We've got to choose to win. We have to do it. Yeah, I understand. As Dusty would say, hard times. Yeah, sure, it's real life. It's the wheel of life. We're going to hit hard times. Everybody's going to hit hard times. But you don't stop. You don't quit. You got to keep going. You got to keep digging. You got to dig yourself out. And it's usually not overnight. And it's usually you're going to hit those roadblocks. It's usually you're going to hit those stones. You're going to see those stones. Are they going to be stepping stones? Are you going to step over each one of them to get to your destination? Well, that's what you need to do. That's what I need to do. That's what we need to do. Man, oh man. Don't let anybody hold you back. Don't let anybody hold you back. Because they're out there and they want to. They want to hold you back. I have people, I've had people in my lifetime who have wanted to hold me back. Who have done things behind my back. When I was in the wrestling business. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's several episodes. They smile on your face. All they want to do is take your place. They're backstabbers. They're out there. And if they ain't stabbing in your back, they're gonna try to cut your throat, man. I mean that's real life. It's just real life. So that's why we all got the man up, we got the woman up, and we got to take control of our own lives. We have to find that spot. We have to find that happy place. We've got to find that happy place. And if you ain't happy, then you better start hunting. You better start hunting for happiness. It's out there, but it ain't going to fall in your lap. You've got to go out there and start sniffing like a dog. Sniffing. Digging under rocks. Looking behind trees, look around, look around. It's out there. Trust me, it's out there. And be an entrepreneur. 
I always tell people that be an entrepreneur. Think outside that box. Have an idea. Have you hatched an idea that you said, man, you know, I think that'd work. Now, seriously, seriously, all it takes is maybe getting somebody on board with your idea. Maybe you need some financial backing. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with financial backing. It's called OPM, other people's money. That's business 101, as long as they have something to gain out of it. Nothing wrong with that at all. So if you have an idea, don't just leave it in the dark. Bring it to light. Pitch it. Pitch that idea to somebody. You pitch it to the right one, they may say, hey, let's rock. Let's go. Let's get started. And your world could change. There ain't nothing like working for yourself. It really isn't. There's going to be problems, but you've got to have solutions. <laughs> Don't be a problem person. Be a solution person. Name of the game. I'm going to bail on you guys for a second, maybe a second and a half, two seconds. It ain't going to be long. But I'm going to come right back. And my hope is you're going to be here when I do come back. And if you're not, I'm calling Vinny. Where do Vinny live, you might ask. Vinny, he lived in Brooklyn, New York, my hometown. He lived in Sheepshead Bay, where Austin Island was born. I call my cousin Vinny. Vinny, come find you. Vinny then say, hey, you don't go away when I will take a break. You stay tuned. Don't make me call cousin Vinny. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. Man, I was so close to calling my cousin Vinny, but y'all did it. You hung in. I'm so proud of you, y'all. Proud, proud, proud. Hey, listen, before we continue on with this story, speaking of story, let me go ahead and shine the spotlight on the sponsor of this second half of the Universal Heartthrob Austin Idol Worldwide Podcast. If you are a first-time, second-time, hundred-time home buyer, you are looking for a loan, you are looking for an incredible deal on a loan, you need to contact Danny Story. Danny Story is amazing. He is a premier mortgage loan officer at First Bank Mortgage. Been in business for Danny himself over 23 years. They do business all across the United States. So it doesn't make any difference where you live. Dallas, New York, Philly, Brooklyn, Tampa, Florida. Doesn't make any difference, man. You need a loan. You want a loan. You want to talk to somebody who's going to really work for you where you're not just a number. This is your guy. This is your go-to guy. Danny is truly famous for getting his clients the best possible mortgage loan to suit their needs. He really is. He's had so many satisfied com uh, customers, his, his clients, it, it's incredible. So if it's a residential loan, is what you're looking for. It could be, or refinance. 
conventional loan, FHA, VA, USDA loan. Danny's your man. Danny's story. That's why we're going to give him the glory. I'm going to tell you the easiest way to reach out to Danny's story. And before I do that, if you are going to buy a home, a property, whatever, get pre-qualified. Really, get, you'll know what you can afford. Get pre-qualified. It's a must. You're going to save yourself time. You're going to save somebody else time. And you'll know exactly what you can afford. Okay? So when you go to Danny's website, which is dannystory.com, you can, you can fill out an app right there. And you'll know exactly what you can afford. But you'll have all of Danny's stories, uh, contact information right there on his website. So Danny Story, that's D-A-N-N-Y, S-T-O-R-Y.com, DannyStory.com, who just happens to be everything you ever want in a lender. And I sincerely, sincerely mean that. I do not have any late breaking news about the new wrestling video game that will be coming out sometime this year. I can assure you of that, but I don't know when. I'm just waiting with bated breath. Sounds like a fishing show, doesn't it? Bated breath. <laughs> you know, I think I dated a couple of girls in high school. I believe they had bated breath. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, baby. So anyway, uh, yeah, Retromania is the name of the pro wrestling video game that when it does launch, it will launch to a worldwide audience. And as they render additional information or assets to yours truly, I will then pass them and pay them forward to you, okay? Retromania, going to drive you insane here. Austin Isle in it. He in it to win it. Going to slap that Las Vegas leg lock on somebody. Look out, wildfire. Take him down. Make him scream. Make him holler. I quit. I give. Turn him loose. Get him off me. Oh, no. He's taking the belt off. He's whipping me like a dog. Get him off me. Get him off me. The good old days, right? Y'all seen him. Y'all seen them? Yeah, man, they were the good old days. Oh, boy, what a crew in that TBS Superstation. Goodness gracious. What a crew. Abdul the Butcher eating light bulbs. Yeah, chew on them light bulbs, man. I only think they're 100 waters, but nevertheless, 100 watt light bulb, you know, chewing on 100 watt light bulbs. That'll wake you up. <laughs> Unreal. Ox Baker, master of the heart punch. Big old Ox Baker. Huh. Unreal. Harley Race. Ric Flair in and out. Dusty Rose. Tony Atlas. Oh, Mr. Wrestling 2. My former partner, the mass superstar. We teamed up together. Great combination. Great combination. Oh, man, Maniac, Mark Lewin, Kevin Sullivan. It's unbelievable, that crew. Unbelievable, and the timing of it. The timing of it, when cable television was still a baby, 
it was in its infantile stage. Yeah, but boy, did it catch on. Did it ever catch on. I think Steve New told me a story a long time ago. Stephen P. New, with Stephen P. New Law Firm, I think Steve told me that when up in West Virginia, he rigged something up. I'm sure he told me the story. I just don't remember it verbatim, but he told me he rigged something something up. He ran some, put, put some kind of a dish on top of the mountain and then ran a cable down. To the, I don't know how he did it, but somehow, no, I think he bootlegged, Steve. I think you bootlegged that cable, okay? <laughs> I don't think it'll hold now in the court of law. <laughs> but you can represent yourself if, it, if they come after you. <laughs> oh, Steve, when he hears this, he's probably going to drop out. <laughs> he said, I don't want to be associated with that show. What is he talking about? What is Austin Isle talking about? Huh? Somebody tell me, what is he talking about? I don't know nothing about that. I never did that either. Let's hear say you have no proof. And the burden of proof is on you. <laughs> but anyway, hey, Retro Mania going to drive you insane here. I don't have any other additional information about it. Of course, you know, still, uh, I'm going to be at the gathering in August, August 16th in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's going to be on a Friday, August 16th from 9 o'clock a.m. to 4 o'clock p.m. We're going to be talking all kinds of trash. Y'all bring the cash. We talk the trash. <laughs> Greg Weiss Promotions is bringing me in, my buddy, down in Florida, down in Miami, Florida. Uh, he's Yeah, that's black beans and rice country. Black beans and bolita. Boliche. Not bolita. I take that back. Not bolita. Boliche. Yeah, boliche. Ah. Yeah, man, uh, unbelievable. Anyway, Greg Wise Promotions, Greg's bringing me in there. So that's going to be in Charlotte, August the 16th, 9 to 4 p.m. I will be there. It's a Friday. Y'all make sure you, if you're in the area, if you're not in the area, get in the area and do it. Make plans. It's going to be a blast, y'all. So anyway, back to this dog fighting and hog slopping. This is good motivation, man. This is good motivation. It really is motivation. You guys see that right in front of you on your device. If you would like a little coaching, a little one-on-one -on -one coaching, you're at the right place. You got the right guy. Call me Coach Idol. I can do it. I can do it. I've been doing it to myself all my life. Been doing it for others for years and years. Coaching them up. Coaching them up, the glass is half full. It's not half empty. You got problems, everybody has problems. Everybody, I have them, you have them, everybody has problems. So the key is to solving the problems. Solving the problems. You like a little problem solving assistance? You see that link? Click that baby, it's gonna take you right over. You're gonna get a little information there. Do you want a little life coaching? You got me, I got you, we'll make it happen. Ain't no contracts here. You go for a month if you want to, go for a year if you want to, whatever you want to do. The bottom line is, we all need a little assistance every now and then. But there's so many who reject it. I don't know why they reject assistance. I love constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. I love it. I welcome it. I don't know everything. I'm close now. I'm close, y'all. You know I'm close. 
You didn't come on the women's bed to mend your grip for nothing. But but the thing of it is, on a serious note, I love constructive criticism. Sometimes we're doing things, we're saying things, and we don't realize that it's incorrect. That with a little attention, someone points something out and says, hey, why don't you try this? Why don't we go in this direction? Let's see how this works. I think this is going to have a much better result for you. I think this is going to make your journey and your path so much better. And your life, your outlook on life, so much better. A little life coaching can go a long way, even if it's only for one month. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how much one month of some really, really good life coaching can do for you. So there's the link. Click it. You want in? Jump on in, baby. Jump on in. I welcome it. I absolutely welcome it. And in addition to that, if you are getting something out of this show that you feel is really good, good content, good content, life content, real life content, you see where you can support the show. You see it right there. All you got to do is click it and do it. It's not a big deal. It's $3 a month, 5 10 whatever it is. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I understand free. Everybody loves something free. But you know what? Sometimes, sometimes something really is worth paying something for because it's helping. It's helping. If you feel like this show is helping you in some way, some small way, maybe a big way, some form, some fashion, support it. Support it. And spread the news. Tell some folks about this. Really, it's what it's all about. Tell your friends. Subscribe to this thing. On your favorite platform, subscribe to it. You'll never miss a show. You'll never miss an episode. You'll get an alert. So subscribe, no matter if you're on Apple or whatever. Anchor, here on Anchor, Podbean, Stitcher. Whatever. I've been stitched up a few times, but whatever. Subscribe to it. You'll never miss an episode. Bang! You're going to get an alert. So anyway, guys, I think you got the picture of this episode. I think you see the picture. And this is why I wanted to follow up from my last episode from the plane crash. I had to go out and start climbing the mountain. No, it was not Mount Everest. No. But nevertheless, I was laid up. I couldn't stand up. I had a gaping hole in the bottom of my right foot. Gaping. Gaping hole. Gaping hole. It throbbed like crazy. Couldn't sleep. Didn't know how I was going to make a living. Thank God I had a few dollars socked away. And back then, I don't know now, at least for me, I couldn't get insurance. 
so I had no insurance coverage. The only thing I had to keep the lights on was what money I had socked away. And believe me, when it's all going out and nothing's coming in, you can reach a point where it starts to get scary. And it did for me. It got scary. And I really, to tell you the truth, and I've mentioned this before, I really was through with wrestling. I didn't want to go back to wrestling. I had had enough of wrestling. Enough. I was going to find another way to make a living. But when my money started running low, I mean really, really scary low, and my rehab had reached a point where, okay, I don't have any choice. I'm going to have to tape up my feet, you know, bundle them up, pad them up, gauze them up, and do whatever. I couldn't put boots on. When I went, finally, Gary Hart, Gary Hart got a position in the office in, in Atlanta, and uh, I couldn't put wrestling boots on. And it hurt to stand up. But I needed a job. I'd rather have a position, but I needed a job. So I went to Atlanta, and it wasn't something I wanted to do. I did not want to go back to wrestling, but, you know, I needed to eat. So I did it, and I went back to Atlanta. And because of the crash and the horrific circumstances and the unfortunate loss of life, Bobby Shane, people really got behind me. They really did get behind me. And uh, it was a blessing that they did. And I had a nice little run there and started making some money again and trying to build, rebuild my coffers. But getting to that point was ridiculously tough for me. Rehabbing, ridiculously tough for me. I mean, it was tough. And I just had to keep telling myself, you got to keep climbing that rock. you got to keep climbing that rock. you got to keep pulling on that rope. you got to find a way to get back up the ladder. Idle. you got to do it, man. you got to do it. You have no choice. You have no choice. Regardless of the circumstances, regardless how the, the hand that you've been dealt, you can't think about that. Only thing you can think about is I've got to get back no matter. And that was my mindset. It was my mindset. And I was very, very fortunate to be able to get back. Back into the wrestling business where I did not want to be, but Thankfully, I was able to get back and start making a living again. And then I developed phlebitis. Just while I was on my way back, I get the blood clot in the bottom of my leg. It takes me out of wrestling. Almost like those people climbing Everest and me, almost to the top. Almost there, they ran out of food. They had to make a decision. You got to get back down. Got to scale down. So I was almost there. I was on my way. I mean, I was on my way. And I got a blood clot in the bottom of my right shin. And it scared me half to death because the doctor told me, you see, 
this thing on. Dislodges from the wall in your vein. You know, go to your heart, your lungs, your brain. You know, you'd be paralyzed or sudden death. It scared me big time. That's when I went back to Tampa. And I had no choice. I had to, I had to take time off. And it took a year off. And financially, it crippled me. It destroyed me financially. Totally destroyed me. It really did. Totally devastated me. But I still had a mindset. The first one was that I'm going to have to reevaluate my health. The power looking the big guy DLA ain't working anymore. And that's when I decided I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose 100 pounds. I'm going to go for 300 to 200. And that's what I did. It took me a year to do it. That's two pounds a week, roughly. Two pounds a week. Anybody can lose two pounds a week. Anybody. If they do it the right way. If they don't crash it off. If they don't, no carbs, no fat. No, I mean, forget all that no stuff. Those are denial diets. And they are. They're diets. They don't work. They're not lifestyle nutrition plans. They're diets. I've never gone on a diet. I've gone on the sound nutrition program, and it's mine. It is mine. Mine isn't the only one out there, but it's mine, and it worked then, and it's still working today. If you want some of this, if you want some of it, you can go to my website, austinautolive.com. You'll see it right there, Austin Auto's Nutrition Booklet, Workout Booklet. I think, I think like 35 bucks, something like that. It'll last for a lifetime, and it works. It's bulletproof, waterproof airtight. It works. If you need to lose some weight, you need to get in shape, and you know it, you have to do something about it. You have to do something about it like I did, and we all need to. Don't put your health on hold, folks. Do not neglect your health, folks. You see all the sickness around you, you see it. You see it all over social media every single day. Diabetes, high blood pressure, clogged arteries, on and on and on and on. Man, you can beat some of this stuff, but you have to be willing to do it. You can beat some of this stuff, but you have to be willing to do it. So do it. Do it. Guys, I want everybody out here to be healthy. I want them to be happy. I want them to be prosperous. I sincerely do. I really do. I'm that kind of guy. I am truly that kind of guy. I appreciate you guys tuning in, supporting, sharing, everything. I really do. Hope to see you next week on episode 15. Won't be episode 15. But in the meantime, as you well know, he's out of Las Vegas, Nevada. There he is. <laughs> it is no other than the universal heartthrob Austin Idol. He's 242 pounds. He's the women's pet. He's the men's regret. Oh, podcast world, you still ain't heard nothing yet.
together Now, now, people Because together we will stand every ball 